Greetings and welcome. It's Monica Dubay, and you are in the Heal Your Mind podcast. And this is the episode called Your Innate Spiritual Self. And in this episode, I really want to get into what it means to have a spiritual awakening and to have contact with your highest self, knowing that that is who you are and will always and forever be. Now, why is this important? Well, as we awaken, we have glimpses of this, of our perfection, of our wholeness, of our connection to the divine. But we forget. We often go into periods of despair and doubt and fear that we, we've lost it. We've lost connection. So you've probably had some moments in your life where you were just so elated and you felt on top of the world. Maybe you'd just fallen in love or given birth to a child, right? And so all of this peak experience begins to, to tell you there's something more to life. It's more than just what is happening to you on the earth. Okay, so I have had this experience through the, for the past 30 years most of the time. I do know where my higher self is. I know it's right here with me at any, any moment that I need to contact her. She's right there. And I contact her and speak with her all the time. Now, it took something for me to get there. And the only thing that I want you to get from this today is a really powerful experience of connection to that higher self. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to do a, a short meditation on connecting with your innate spiritual self. So hang in there and listen to what I'm going to speak about right now. I'm so excited. Deep breath. Now, if we are that spiritual self, people ask me, well, how come I forgot? What happened? And why do I feel that sense of separation most of the time? When did it begin? So all of these questions are the big questions that we've been asking since the beginning of time, right? And there's lots of spiritual answers and our religions have the allegories and the, and the fall from grace and all of this, uh, all of these thoughts and beliefs and stories that we've bought into. So I don't know about you, but the stories at some point just didn't really do much for me. I wanted to know, really know what's going on. And I had a very powerful experience back in 1998 where I completely left my body and was in a state of pure, pure, utter bliss and happiness. And recently I described that as having about 100 orgasms all at once. <laughs> so it was pretty off the charts. And um, I didn't really know, you know, how I was going to like be able to live after that because it felt like I was leaving the earth plane and I wasn't. There was also a sense of, no, I have two little children and they're in school and I'm going to pick them up at the bus. And, you know, so I knew that I, this was all integrating into my current life situation, that it wasn't my leaving. It was my expansion into the truth of who I am. Okay. It's pretty dramatic. But I just wanted to share that so you know that I, I know whereof I speak. Okay, so how does this happen that we forget who we are and we come into a state of separation and feel the pain of that separation almost all the time when we're in a body? Well, I'll just start with this. Our past, especially our early childhood, forms our personalities, right? And how we face the world as adults. The, the surprising truth is that we can choose to heal no matter how much we have hurt or been hurt. 
and how much we have fought against and tried to forget. Your past, starting from your family of origin, your education, your religious upbringing, all of this forms your beliefs. Now add to that the emotional upheaval and heartache often that we grow up with, you know, in our 20s when we start falling in love and we get rejected and things don't work out the way we expect. So we try to keep the past buried. If it's been traumatic, especially if we endured trauma in the early years, it's really wise to bury all that trauma when we're young because the soul needs to survive and move forward no matter what's happened to us. And yet there comes a time when as adults, we need to face our past. And if we choose to heal from it. In the last three decades, I've heard some very horrifying cases of people who were badly mistreated in their childhood. It's been a really powerful journey of my own to be able to listen to their stories of their parents dying, of incest, of being molested and abused by the people who were supposed to love them and who they were supposed to trust. So my story seems kind of trivial when I hear what these people have endured. In fact, I just got off the phone with a client whose mother died when she was young and we healed that inner child that was, that was still suffering from the loss of her mother at that age, because it plays out in all of our relationships, in all of our romantic relationships. It's always playing out if it isn't healed. That wound needs to be healed for us to be whole and to have powerful and loving relationships as adults. So my story seems very trivial when I hear about some of the stories other people have endured. I did come from, from a very loving home. I was seven of 10 children and I did lose my little sister when I was four and she was two and that trauma stayed with me all of my life. But I did come from a loving and Catholic upbringing and I often feel privileged to have had that kind of strong religious training growing up, even though I had to heal from a lot of it as well. So no matter how painful your story, you do have a choice to move beyond it and focus on the future. And I do that. You can do that using the power of the mind to heal. I'm always amazed at the resilience of those who do choose to heal their past and move forward. In our spiritual awakening, we are asked to put it to the test, to see how to transform and transcend the past and allow the miracle of grace and healing to do its job. A Course in Miracles states that this is a dream of death or separation, and it takes many forms. The only way out is through forgiveness and healing because God's will for us is perfect happiness. So what does it mean to live a miraculous life? What are miracles? Miracles are shifts in your perception. They're always available when we're open to see things differently. Our dream is made up of the memories of pain, sorrow, loss, and hurt. Yet it can all be undone when we choose to go down a different road and heal the past. 
Now, I've been witness to countless miracles which have shown that we all have the ability to overcome the past and heal these memories. We do have the power of decision, and we have access to the higher perspective, and we can find peace if we choose to face our fears, our resentments, and our wounds. It starts with our own self. Now, if we don't love ourselves, it's often based on one false belief. I'm not enough. Perception is a choice. We can choose how we see ourselves, how we see others, and how we see our world. Our mind is all powerful and creative and healing is required. Once we make a decision to see everything differently, we can then claim our infinite power to overcome any adversity that we've ever experienced. The higher self or the divine light in each of us is in a state of awareness that is very different from the identity you call yourself. In reality, your higher self knows exactly who it is, what it's here to do. And it also knows how to accomplish what you desire. It has total love and compassion for all of life everywhere. In essence, the higher self is a guide for the incarnated self. It's whole and it will help us rise above our past and take on the challenges of our lives. Now we have a chance to face the past, the shame and the embarrassment and be healed. It's always an opportunity for more growth and more freedom from the past. When you meditate, you can communicate with that self. When we pay attention to our inner experiences, we have the ability to face these feelings that have been buried and connect with the self who knows of its wholeness and perfection. Now, for some people who've been on the path for a while or maybe other lifetimes and have come here in service to help elevate the consciousness, this seems kind of easy. It's a no-brainer. It's like, of course, what else would I be doing here? But for others, they feel blocked. And they're blocked by their beliefs or their fears, or perhaps they've never really tried to connect with their higher self. Maybe they feel they can't meditate. If you're someone like this, I want you to know, don't worry, this is not about meditation. It's not. It's a fast track. We're going to bypass all of that for you. Now, once you make this connection with your higher self, you will have access to answers and amazing guidance for your life. How do I know? Well, throughout my life, I made it a priority to spend time with my higher self. When I was a kid, I spent hours playing my clarinet, drawing and writing and listening to music. I loved being in the quiet. And I often escaped up into my room, away from the world of my family to make that connection and to connect. I didn't know then that I was connecting with myself, but as I grew older, I realized how my creative energies and practices allowed me to access this light. To connect with the higher self, 
I encourage you to just try this right now. We're going to do a quick exercise for you to experience yourself right here and now. Okay? So take a deep breath for a moment. It's not going to take a long time. Don't worry. Just sit quietly and feel your body. Just experience your heart energy by placing your hand on it. Connect to the heart. Let go of trying to do it right. Okay? It's not about right or wrong. Connect. Feel an opening. You might simply begin to feel energy in the heart. Or just a sense of opening up. Whatever it is for you, it's perfect. Don't judge it. Don't make yourself wrong. It's literally one of the most simple things you can do is to connect to your heart and breathe. Now, another deep breath. Feel the energy in the room all around you. The spaces between you and the walls, between your body and the ceiling, and connect your feet to the floor. Give it a few minutes. Just begin to feel into the expansion and the energy surrounding your physical body. And now let that energy that's outside the body connect with your heart. Wow. Begin to get a little curious. What if I'm not confined to this body? And my spiritual self is right here. Ask for a sign or a thought or a word or a picture in your mind. Don't be afraid if you feel or see something in your mind's eye. Just invite it in. And now invite the energy of acceptance and compassion just a willingness to experience something new. Allow it to grow. Got it? And now allow your heart center to receive even more energy. Just open up to receive more love. Invite it in. Simply allow it to energize you. Yeah, you may need to take some really deep breaths here. I'm beginning to feel a full expansion of my heart into the room right now. Now you can ask a question from this space. I'd advise you to ask a yes or no question so you can get a simple answer. Take your time. Is it possible for you to experience more love in this moment? Just feel into the experience and begin to have some fun with it. (laughs) Your intuition and your connection to yourself is your guide to freedom. And as you develop and evolve to a more aware state, your life will change you begin to experience a lot more fun 
freedom, and power. Why? The spiritual self knows who it is. It knows itself as perfect and whole and a part of all that is. An essential part. There's nothing missing. There's nothing lacking and it's certain of its own wholeness and completion. <sighs> Just feel it grow. <sighs> feel your head start to open up. Maybe your crown's opening. Maybe you're releasing energy. Out the crown, up into the energy field right above your head. Feel the wisdom and the knowing that this is you. Thank you. And now just begin to come back into the heart again and breathe and open your eyes. I invite you to have this experience become something you do on a regular basis for you to really expand your awareness of who you are. You can have startling results the first time you try this. And I encourage you to go within and find the answers to your life and its challenges. Whenever you ch decide to, you can choose to be in touch with your spiritual self whenever you decide. The more you connect with it, the more you will gain access to your inner light and wisdom. From the identified self's perspective, it may feel a little strange. It may feel really unnatural to you. And it may be a little bit afraid. You may be a little bit afraid of it because it's very different from the limited self. But try not to be afraid. The spiritual self knows love, light, and the infinite and eternal nature of this reality. It does not judge you. It is compassionate and wise. And it's always here and available whenever you choose to bring it in and communicate. The limited self is aware of itself as a separate individual with many ideas that will block the awareness of this true self. The sum of these ideas is called your identity or the ego. Your limited self's identity is based on fear, confusion, doubt, and guilt. Your identity as a separate being is always shifting and changing from one perspective to another. You ever notice that? How often your moods change? How often your thoughts change? You could be having a peak experience and the next moment you're dashed to the ground and despair because of one thought that you just thought. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty volatile, but it's not you. Your past is made up of all these stories that you keep telling about what happened. And yet at any given moment, you actually have the power to free yourself from that perspective. Stories are stories and they are all made up. So you can choose to write a new story, a story of love and forgiveness and moving on and creating a new possibility 
for your future. Now, if this was this easy, why is it that most of us hang out in pain for a big portion of our lives, if not all of it? And I'll tell you why. We're attached to it. We're attached to the pain that's associated with these stories. And yet, we can detach and become free. Underneath all the fear and the anxiety and the depression that a lot of us are struggling with these days resides your big self, your highest self in peace, love, and wholeness. It's always there underneath everything. And your spiritual self wants the best for you as a human being. Wants you to experience more joy than you could ever even imagine. And it wants you to know through experience, not as a theory, not as a set of beliefs, but true experience, how to live with freedom from fear, from doubt, insecurity, and lack. Why? Well, because it's available to you. We all actually remember it, or we couldn't be denying it. You can't deny something that you don't know about. You can only deny something that you do know about. And so there's an ancient memory in you of your perfection and your wholeness. And for one split second, you forgot about it. But now you're remembering. (laughs) So you do have the power to become free, to live with love, light, clarity, and joy. And I encourage you to. That's what my life is all about, is helping people to see they always have a choice in how they perceive. And if you're in pain, you've chosen the wrong perspective. It's that simple. So what is it going to take for you to do this? To really start to live within your highest self, to really start to do the deeper work on yourself, to let go of the past and step into a whole new bright future that's to be created by you? Well, it takes commitment and a consistent application of the ideas that I've presented and honesty. Honesty is like being consistent. Like, oh, there I go again, falling into worry. And then I hear my teacher, don't worry, be happy. (laughs) Right? And open your heart to love. And don't worry, this is already a done deal, right? Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So all of those messages from the the masters who have been on the earth, who have helped us to see beyond the physical and to help us to remember who we are, they start to come down into our consciousness whenever we have these epiphanies, these momentary visions of perfection and wholeness and happiness and freedom. And we can't believe that our lives could be that powerful. Yeah. So just give thanks. Stay in gratitude. If you can open up and choose to relinquish your belief in separation and lack, even by a little on a daily basis, you will succeed. And in my mind, you already have because time is not sequencing. And I'm just reminding you, because you asked me to remind you of what's true. Because my teacher did that for me, and still does. 
even though he's not in the body anymore. He's in my mind every single day. One decision can affect your entire life from that moment on. Why? Because you have all power. And there's power in decision. So I'm going to put it this way. State this aloud over and over. If you truly want to awaken in this lifetime and free your mind from fear, here's what you can say to yourself on a daily basis. I choose to be free. I have decided to put behind me the past that is already over. I choose to create a new life for myself, free from the past. State it aloud over and over. When we use our power, our word, and state out loud what we're choosing to believe, the inner voices quiet down. These attack voices are simply denying the truth, and they need not have power over you any longer. Although you've been focused on beliefs and stories of victimization, maybe even for years, you can still find peace and release. Here's a story of one of my clients. I'll just share this briefly. Sarah was a student in college and she was having some difficulty getting to class. She said she didn't think anyone liked her and she felt all alone and rejected by everyone around her. She was in a foreign country and she hadn't made a lot of friends. And whenever she went to class, she felt people around her were judging her. I could relate to that time in my life, which was also fraught with self-doubt and loneliness. She had a deep belief that she wasn't good enough because she'd been bullied in elementary school. She had been made fun of by many students when she was young. Within this session, we released her belief, I'm not good enough. By going back to the moment and releasing that pain, she could embrace her child self again and heal that memory. She had a very powerful emotional release. And we talked about her being good enough. And I encouraged her to try it on like a pair of new shoes and see what changed. Just walk around in your good enough shoes, is what I said. Well, the next week, she was so excited and all lit up. I asked what had happened, and she said she took my advice, and all week she'd walked around in her good enough shoes. I was amazed at her progress and how completely joyful and alive she looked. We often don't know how powerful we are until we share these experiences and the difference it makes for us. Now, she learned the processes I taught her, and she practiced them diligently. And about a year or so later, she graduated with high honors. <laughs> so this good, not good enough story, which I believe most of us have, it does repeat in our subconscious until we disrupt it. The ego always feels not something enough because it does not, not know who it is. It's a separate identity. Now, one experience like Sarah's can make all the difference. If you've been struggling, perhaps, perhaps for years with just one thought or one belief that you can't seem to shake. So my question to you is, isn't it time to disrupt it? 
A Course in Miracles states in the very beginning of chapter one, it's the miracle principle, number one. Here it is. There is no order of difficulty in miracles. They're all the same. Miracles are natural. When they do not occur, something's gone wrong. So, if you could choose to have a miracle of love, of freedom, of healing an old wound today, I encourage you to do that and really, truly embrace the perspective of your higher self, which knows who you are and where you come from and where you're returning to. Here's my message for the chapter today. I am meant to live from the magnificence of my authentic self and experience miracles all the time. I'll repeat that. I am meant to live from the magnificence of my authentic self and experience miracles all the time. Something to think about. I hope this helped you today. It's such a privilege to be with you and to have you listen to this podcast. And I hope it really does make a difference in your life. Thank you so much. And I so look forward to our time together next time. All my love. <laughs> have a beautiful day. Bye for now.